0: Hello everyone! Welcome to the Rising Gems Podcast. My name is Miroslava and I am here with... I am Erica. We are here to
1: empower and inspire those ready to rise and align to their most authentic selves.
0: Exactly! We are all Rising Gems, polishing ourselves with spiritual truths to expand our minds and reclaim
1: our shine. If you enjoyed this conversation, we'd love for you to download this episode, subscribe, and leave a review on iTunes. So, thank you so much,
0: my friend, for being here with us, sharing this space. Have fun and enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode here at Rising Chimps podcast. I am your host, Miroslava, and I am here with your other host. I am Erica. And today we have a very divine feminine spiritual Episode for you. This is going to be all about the new moon in Cancer. So, Erica is going to dive into the astrology of this new moon. She's going to give you her own perspective. And then I'm going to do my own channeling of the energy of this new moon. So, we hope you enjoy. And, Erica, let's just dive in. Just take it away. For this new moon in Cancer,
1: there's a lot that is taking place. So, be ready because I don't really feel it could still be light for you. So, the new moon in Cancer takes place on July 17th at 2. 2 32 p.m. This is eastern time at 24 degrees. So if you know your rising sign, you know your degrees, you can always look to see where this new moon in cancer is going to be um, hitting your personal chart. I'm first going to go into the new moon in cancer, and then I'm going to tell you about all the other aspects that are taking place. So this is really going to be a time when Look at cancer, like the traits of cancer. So it's going to be a time of really going within, right? Especially to birth something new. So the new moons are always the new beginnings, the new fresh starts. And since it's in the sign of cancer, which is where it's at home, um, we can kind of see that it's going to really affect us in the areas, in the traits of cancer. So our emotional. Something like the nurturing energy, the birthing, the maternal, the, you know, the receptivity. So a lot of these characteristics of cancer are going to really play a big role around this new moon. So it can look like, you know, a new beginning and a fresh start within ourselves, right? We, we might've let go of something at the, the full moon in Capricorn that we just had, Or, you know, we've been working on ourselves and we're kind of birthing something new that is going to emotionally fulfill us, whether this is also, you know, setting, a you know, you can kind of look at it as an accomplishment or just like something that you can you know, achieve or spend more time doing, like say, for example, spending time with your family, making sure, especially if you were someone that does tend to work a lot, you're balancing your work with your home life. Like doing something new in the realm, in the area of cancer is probably going to come up for you to help you. So this The new moon in um, cancer, you can kind of see is just ushering in a new energy, a fresh new energy. So what you can do on the new moon to kind of help to anchor in is, you know, honoring your emotions at that time, uh, at the time of the new moon. You can also cook for family and friends. Like this is something that is very cancerian. Not all cancers cook, but I do know some that do have cancer placements that are amazing cooks. I'm just going to put that out there. Cancer, Cancers know how to cook. Let's just say that. Um, You can volunteer. You can take baths. You can stay home. This is something, too, that is very big about cancer. They're more home. They're more family. They're inner world. And then you can like They actually collect things, which makes so much sense. And then something that just means something special to you, something that you you might cherish, right? Anything in these areas of our emotions or honoring and spending more time with family, putting these intentions out there um, and honoring our emotions. And this is all like ushering in like this new, I know I sometimes I feel like I'm I'm being repetitive, but that's the only that's the best way that I can channel because I feel like repetition is how we really integrate information right um I don't know about any of you but I definitely am not a genius to the degree of where I can read something or hear something and I and I remember it right then and there it does take me to be repetitive or to say certain things multiple times because I feel like that is the message that is meant to smoothly be relayed. But yeah, it's, it's really about honoring those things and nurturing what it is that you truly, truly feel is going to fulfill you. I do want to also mention because July 17th is a big day, like I mentioned in the beginning, because we have the nodes that are shifting on the day of the new moon in Cancer. This is why it might not be a smooth new moon, but it could be depending on where this new moon, what it's aspecting for you personally. But with the the nodes changing from Taurus Scorpio to Aries and can't. <laughs> yeah, not cancer, Aries and Libra, we are ushering in new destiny. New, you, know, you can kind of see the nodes as fate, destiny, like big, 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 big changes are happening at the time of the new moon. So don't be surprised if certain things show up for you, um, for you to either assess or move into. Because when we are moving into the Aries energy of this new moon that we are shifting in the north node, oh my goodness gracious, there's so much going on, I cannot even get it straight. (laughs) Um, When the nodes shift into Aries, this is really going to be a time where we are also going in And looking at ourselves, what is it that we individually, who are we individually, right? And this can definitely play into the new moon in cancer as well, because the cancer energy is like, how do I feel about this situation? How do I feel about myself? How do I feel about my career, my purpose, and really in any emotions that are not in alignment with this new you? or what it is that you want for your life, it's going to come up. So you can start, you can release it and you can move forward. Um, the moon, however, is sextiling Uranus. So that's a harmonious aspect. We do have it trining Neptune, which is all, also a harmonious aspect. And we have it, it is opposing Pluto. So, because Pluto's is now retrograding Capricorn at the later degree. So there's a little bit of a, a tug of war there. But and it's squaring Chiron, and Chiron is an Aries, and I believe it's retrograde as well. So there's a lot of internal reflection right now, especially in the areas of family, our emotions, what it is that we are nurturing. Because just because we've been nurturing something for a while doesn't mean we're going to keep it, doesn't mean we're going to stay. So you can kind of look at you know, this time of assessing around the new moon, what is coming up for you personally and how you want to proceed forward with what information you are being guided at that time for a, to nurture a new fresh start. But yeah, um, I believe we also have Mars that is opposing Pluto as well, because Mars, I believe, um yeah, I no. Is it is it squaring? I can't remember, but I know that Mars is aspecting um yeah, Mars, no, Mars is opposing Saturn, not Pluto. Yeah, because Pluto's squaring the nodes, but you have Mars opposing Saturn. So there's definitely a tug of war on the day of the new moon on the July 17th, because not only do you have Pluto squaring the nodes that are just about to change, you have the new moon in Cancer, which is already an emotional sign. So you have that going on, which is opposing, also opposing Pluto. And then you have Mars opposing Saturn. And Mars, you can kind of see as like this battle, this war, I'm going to war. It can also be, you know, like it can be like a rebel energy. I see Aquarius as a rebel energy as well. But like Saturn on the other hand is all about breaking, right? Like restriction, authority. So you have like this tug of war, like Mars wants to go and then you have Saturn that's putting on the brakes. So there's definitely going to be, there might be some pretty intense energy at the time of the the new moon. I'm not going to lie, but we can always Like, optimize it, optimize the energy to our benefit, um, and however it's showing up for us. So, but yeah, that's pretty much what I have for the new moon and Cancer on my end. But I really hope that that helps
0: a lot of you. I love everything that you shared, the intensity behind it, too. It's kind of like the shadow of the feminine that is coming in with this moon. And also, you know, I don't know if you mentioned this, but, you know, like maybe you did that Cancer is. The sign of the moon so it is deeply associated with the with the moon and uh can you share just just a little bit more of the cancer traits um you talked a little bit but anything else that you can you can share about the the energy of the astrological sign of cancer
1: of course so cancer is well one cancer is definitely a feminine sign she's looked at as the maternal or the spiritual mother so anything around the family is cancer energy. Um, You know, you can look at cancer energy as very, she's the most receptive energy. You can look at there's receptivity, there's sensitivity, there's empathy, there's compassion. They can be moody. Let's be real. (laughs) Cancer energy can be moody. They can go from one emotion to the next and very quickly. Um, they're very kind. It's just because cancer, and I mentioned this, um, I believe a little bit ago, cancer is probably one of those signs where they can achieve emotional intelligence because they, they are more in tune with their emotions. They do tend to cut like, you know, the crab, right? Like the, the sign or the symbol for cancer is the crab because cancers like to go within their shell. They like to kind of hibernate, right? They like to be comfy. They like to be cozy. They like their beds. They like to be home. They like cooking. Um, I love cleaning my North nose in cancer and I love cleaning. Like I love organizing. I love cleaning. Um, but yeah, they're definitely more around the home. However, they are someone that. If you are going through something, especially on an emotional level, they can be one of the most supportive people around. Like cancer energy, they just understand it because, you know, they they allow themselves to be vulnerable. They allow themselves to cry and they most definitely cry. <laughs> As a North Node in cancer, I can definitely tell you that. I cry every day. <laughs> um, but they also are very family-oriented oriented. They take care of their family. And obviously if, you know, cancer placements have other placements in their chart, like they have harsher aspects or, you know, maybe they have, like they're a cancer, they have a cancer placement, but they have a lot of fire or a lot of air. And so like they might not be as cancerian as someone who has a little bit more or more in tune with cancer energy. But I just see cancer energy is so sweet. And just to give you an example, um, it's actually quite funny because, and this is just letting you know, like I I have cancer people in my life, so I can definitely tell you um, how their energy is. But yes, they can be moody. Yes, they can emotionally manipulate. They're really good at that if they wanted to, like especially if they've held on to <laughs> their their uh, negative emotions for a while or they like to give people the benefit of the doubt. That's why there's a lot of jokes out there with cancers and even Pisces placements that get back with their exes that are probably not the best for them because you know they just like to take care of people. Cancer placements like to take care of people in whatever way that that resonates for them. But the cancer people that I know, like, for example, my mom, she is a south node cancer, so we have opposing, but I can see so much cancer in her more now than ever because she's just the type of person that you can sit there. She'll sit there with you, and if you are going through something, if you're screaming, if you're yelling, she'll be there and she'll just listen. She won't talk. She won't say anything because a lot of the times when, and she said this many times too, where she's like, I just don't understand. I haven't gone through what you've gone through, but I I don't understand, but I can have compassion for you there's an empathy that she has there's an understanding even though she hasn't personally experienced it she can emotionally understand and and hold space for you so so that's like how my mother you know um shows her cancer in her area and then there's this other uh, a childhood friend of mine she has a niece that has cancer in her in her chart and I know she has not only has she mentioned it but I can see it because um she just all, she, you could see cancer children as being the mother or the parent, right? They have the baby dolls they have. They're, they're always wanting to nurse or take care of. And they're just like the sweetest energy ever. Like I'm sure I, and of course, like I mentioned, like we all have different aspects in our chart, but cancer energy is just, there's this purity. There's this even though it's not like necessarily childlike, but it's like birthing, right? Like that's very Cancer energy and just like very sweet and very calm. And and I believe, Marislava, not only are you a Cancer rising, but I think your Mercury might be in Cancer as well, if I'm not mistaken. I have Marislava. Yes. Okay. I have Marislava's Need chart, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when you speak, you speak in a very Cancerian way, very soft, very gentle, very, um, Feminine, right? That is the cancer energy. So that you can kind of use to you, your advantage however you like. Because it's always beneficial to embody to some degree every single zodiac sign. Like, for example, just because I'm a Gemini, Sun, Moon, Mercury, Leo rising, Venus, mm-hmm. Taurus, and Mars, Libra it doesn't mean that I can't embody Virgo. It doesn't mean that I can't embody Pisces. It doesn't mean that I can't embody all these other signs that I don't really have prominent placements in. So, but yeah, that is just a little idea of, you know, self-care. Self-care is another important thing with cancer as well is making sure you're taking care of yourself, which is actually quite funny because, if anybody knows cancer energy or has a family, especially like the mother type, you where do you get time to actually take breaks? But it is really important to incorporate those self care, those long baths, those you know spa dates, you know once in a while when you can. Because I know with the younger children, it is very difficult to get time to yourself. But it's also allowing them to see you taking care of yourself. So when they are older, even when they're younger, they can start incorporating that self-care as well.
0: (sighs) It's so beautiful. (laughs) Just the energy, Cancerian energy. Um, But also another thing that I wanted to mention from personal experience, um, because we do feel so much emotions and we do... Um, I always I grew up feeling like I was uh, like a sponge and absorbing everyone's projections and everyone's feelings and uh, because we are powerful empaths I do believe Mm -hmm. that. And so because we are constantly receiving so much energy from the exterior uh, reality, we are prone to having health issues. And one thing that Erica was saying to me and that I also heard somewhere else is that we are prone to having digestive issues. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I have struggled with my entire life. Uh, Maybe because we feel so much and we are not expressing it or letting it out. It may show up in different in other forms of uh, discomfort throughout the body. So if you're a cancer, wherever, you know, you have that placement in your birth chart, definitely allow yourself to cry. Don't hold it in. Uh, Like Erica says, she is a crier. I am a crier. I, you know, it's in, I don't cry in front of people. That's something I definitely don't do. I don't like doing that. But I do cry a lot in my own safe space. That's funny because I,
1: I, I cry everywhere. I cry when there's a crowd. I cry when I'm alone. I don't care where it is. I'm crying if it's something like the kindest thing, like someone doing
0: something kind. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, And another it's hilarious what happens also, because it's like when I'm very happy, I start. Uh, tearing. Yeah, I start me too. Like, crying. Me or too. whenever, yes. like for example, I'm taking my sister to school. She's telling me something exciting that happened in her, in her class or whatever. <laughs> yes. I start like I start like feeling so emotional. And like I don't cry because I don't like crying in front of her. But it's like I feel so emotional, like I start choking up. Because yes. it's like I don't know. It's just we feel emotion at a next level. It's it's crazy. Yes.
1: My mom or anybody. It can be anybody. It can be you it can be my mom or my sister. And they'll tell me something, just one word. And if they start to get teary-eyed, I will hear it and bam, I'm I'm already flooding. My I, I'm the floodgates are open, right? Like I'm already starting. It's almost like it can pick up on an energetic level what they're gonna say, and I just start crying. If I see anybody crying, I'm crying. <laughs> if someone tells me a story that's really sentimental. I'm crying like I can, This is why I cry every day. Like I can't help it. Like, and nor do I want to help it because a lot of the times when I do cry, it's it's every single emotion that you can experience. It's the negative and the positive. And honestly, being not only a Cancer North Node that's in my you know 11th and 12th house, but my point of fortune is also in Cancer. So for me, the most fulfilling and the most the, the way that I feel the most good fortune or the mo- feel very fortunate is by emotional fulfillment. And the only way that we can feel emotional fulfillment is through honoring our emotions, whatever spectrum that they are, and totally embracing them. And I feel like this is the power of the new moon in cancer. It can show us where we are not really embracing our emotions and where we need to really start to accept them and not judge them because they are – this is how we – feel fulfilled, especially on an emotional level. And this is how we, you know, raise our emotional intelligence. So when we do have someone come to us or someone's going through something, we can be that safe space. We can be that, you know, holding, you know, comforting and you know, like just being there for others in in the way that they, you know, kind of need us to, without, you know, being like, why are you feeling that? Just why are you crying? I'm always crying.
0: I'm always crying. What do you mean? And I think emotion nowadays, it's very, it makes people very uncomfortable because we were raised, you know, boys, especially, you know, Mm -hmm. they were told not to cry, not to show emotion. That's for girls. And then also girls, we had to toughen up. Because, you know, we lived in a patriarchy society. Before it was, they were telling us that we were the emotional ones. And then we were like, hell no, I'm not going to show any emotion. So I'm just going to toughen up and be a boy and be like a boy. The lesson of cancer is that, yes, feel the emotion. There is beauty in the emotion. And, you know, it's like swimming your own waters in the ocean of emotion and just show it and be comfortable in that space. Um, And I do feel that, you know, whenever, if you have anyone listening, and you have encountered like someone that has a lot of cancer in their birth, tra- birth chart, um, you may feel annoyed by them because they are too emotional. But it's like, uh, maybe it's like, yes, definitely give them space to be in their own energy. But if it's too much for you, definitely take a step back or let them know or whatever. But I do invite you to kind of allow yourself to step into that energy of emotion. And if you are having a conversation with a cancer and they're crying or they're like very emotional about a specific subject, instead of rejecting that energy, allow yourself to step your toe into the emotional waters that this cancer energy is kind of it's like they're creating this container of emotions for you to allow you to feel emotions because maybe you haven't been feeling in your life in general. And maybe they're offering an opportunity for you to step into your emotions. Maybe not about the specific subject that they are having the conversation about, but maybe just any emotion that you are still holding within yourself that needs to be released and expressed. So um, that's just an invitation from a Cancer Rising to you. Before, I didn't really like being a Cancer. I kind of saw it as weakness a bit because I like you said I always show up inside of my shell I'm like the crab I and I don't really come out until I feel comfortable and safe and I feel like the energy is going to match whatever I have to say or I have to share but I think there's a lot of beauty within this energy because it's very feminine and it's very um, I don't know. It's very nurturing. Like you were saying, it's like the mother energy. And I feel like now people do need that nurturing energy because there's so much crazy stuff happening in the world and we need to feel safe. And um, I feel that this energy does give us or make us feel welcome and warm and safe and loved. And I think that's that's the beauty of cancer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like you can kind of look at cancer as like the mothering energy of unconditional love. Well, you know, from – I would say most mothers (laughs) anyway. Um, That's the high vibrational aspect of this Yeah, of course. Because every every sign, every single person has – we all do. We all have everything, (laughs) right? We all have everything. So there's no judgment there. But yeah, it's such – like it took me a while. Like when I was younger, I was more cancer. It's so funny because I am a, a cusp. I know, I know if you're an astrologer, you might hate that word, but cause you know, like there's astrologers that believe in the cusp and then there's others that don't. But with me being a late Gemini, like my son is 27 degrees Gemini. So to some astrologers that would be considered the cusp. And for the longest time, I thought I believed in cusps because, and I'm not saying that I don't now, but I was so cancer when I was growing up. Like I was, I'm, I mean, I still am. I love being home. I love working from home. I love being home. So that, that right there, but I, it was very hard too, for me because it really took an adjustment Because I am someone that can just, if I have a goal or I have an accomplishment, which is like that self-known in Capricorn, I can do it. Like, it doesn't matter what mood I'm in, I can do it. Where with cancer energy, they have to be in the mood. You cannot really force a cancer placement or a cancer, like a cancer person to do something to, because they, you know, it's very hard for them to do that. It it feels very unnatural or not in alignment to force something. Of course, sometimes you have to, but cancers really go by their feelings. Like what am I in the mood for now? Am I in the mood for a book? Am I in the mood for working on this goal? And if the answer is no, then most likely they're in their bed or they're doing something else that's not, you know what I mean? Whatever they're feeling like doing. And that was a little bit you know that's an adjustment for me the resting part cuz like cancers are very resting which is very very crucial so it's it's really nice to see that we are starting to really embrace the cancer energy because for so long, it's so funny because Capricorn technically is a feminine sign, but it's so masculine as well. Mm. And we've been in that Capricorn energy. We've been in the masculine of the goals and the accomplishments and the status and the career and in achieving to the top of the, the, and there's nothing wrong with it. I actually love it. Like I thrive in that energy, but I also know there's a time and a place to rest to to go within to isolate right to really focus on yourself to take care of yourself to nurture yourself because that also can be a sign of productivity because when we're resting we're we're getting more insights we're getting clear we're getting clarity we're getting downloads we're getting you know like it, it's just so it gives us a break for when we need to start up again and do the do the doing, we we need to take a step back and do the being and just chill <laughs> for a little bit. So it's nice that more and more you know, of the world and, and humanity is starting to really embrace this cancer energy because it is so needed and it has been so suppressed and oppressed for so long, this feminine energy. And now that it's rising, now that more people are embodying it, it's just a really beautiful thing. Because, and just like everything, there's a distorted feminine and there's a distorted masculine. But when we are talking about the highest expression, it is such a beautiful and much, much needed. Just like everything, balance is always appreciated. Because I feel like the cancer energy, even though I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that can be like, oh, oh, I can say something about that because the cancer energy kind of goes undetected or I wouldn't really say undetected but it can kind of be missed because it's very subtle energy the feminine energy is very subtle it's not like the masculine is like roar like in your face like there's just forces in your face that's that you can kind of see that as very masculine where the feminine is so gentle and so soft and so welcoming and so you know in tune even intuitively because cancer energy, they're very intuitive. Like you can don't, yeah, cancers know. Let's just say cancers know. They're, they, they know before you even say anything out of their mouth, <laughs> like cancers know, but it's just so nice because it is so subtle that you can kind of miss it, but it's just like, it's just enough to where it literally cancer energy is like holding you right? Like holding you after that Capricorn just constantly because you were going and doing and like it's like this rougher energy, right? It's like, right? And then Cancer is just like, I'm going to hold you just for a little bit. And when you're resting there, you might not really notice the subtlety subtlety of it or maybe you do, but it's just like,
0: it's so beautiful
1: and it's so needed. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if you're a Cancer, congratulations. (laughs) We- (laughs) We love you and we see you, and we feel you yes. as fellow cancer, placement, gals. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's very beautiful energy. And um, if you're not a cancer, If you're not, if you don't have any of this energy in your birth chart, you can definitely borrow some of the Cancerian traits and start implementing those frequencies and codes within your own energetic blueprint so that you can start maybe expressing yourself with more emotion and with more uh, love and compassion and empathy. So like we said in the Capricorn episode, you know, it's like uh, I don't have a lot of Capricorn in my birth chart, but I can still borrow some of those traits to kind of, you know, be more focused and intentional with whatever it is I do. Um, so yeah, I think that energy of cancer is very beautiful. And now I do love being a cancer rising and I do proud (laughs) myself in expressing myself and showing up everywhere in social media as a cancer rising, um, But yeah, it's a beautiful energy. So um, I guess Erica, now we can jump into my section of the episode and um, we can come back to it and uh, you can just share whatever you feel. Um, But yeah, so in this next part of the episode, I am going to be sharing with you my perspective of the new moon. Um, And this is gonna be more of a channeled perspective. Um, so, yeah, I hope you enjoy. Um, so yesterday um, I was sitting here and um, the energy of this new moon feels or felt very familiar. So like nurturing and watery, just full of emotion and connection. And it doesn't feel familiar because I am a Cancer Rising but because there is a familiar energy coming in with the rebirth of our moon and that's the word that I heard it's like the rebirth and I feel just the energy of mother Mary stepping in with her star-filled veil walking along with the grandmothers of Lemuria and the reason this energy feels so familiar is because we are descendants of this divine feminine lineage. And Erica talked a little bit about this, about how Cancer energy is all about the home, but it's also, I feel, about descent, uh, like ancestors and like family and people within our lineage and our past. Um, But before diving into the channeled message from our Divine Feminine Sisters, because that's the energy that I feel when I tune into their energy. Uh, So I'm not trying to be disrespectful towards Mother Mary and the Grandmothers of Lemuria. It just feels like that's how they want to be seen at this time. Um, Or always, actually. Uh, But anyways, before diving into their message, I want to talk a little bit about what I feel Regarding what I mentioned about the rebirth of the moon um, Personally, what I feel is that everything since 2020 Has been sort of a new experience for humanity for all of us So everything since then in my experience Personally feels very new It's like there are things that humanity has never seen or experienced and this is astrologically speaking but also just energetically in this case this new moon feels like a rebirth of divine feminine energy that has always been here but was distorted by our perception of feminine energy now rebirth uh, according to google because i looked this up is the action of reappearing starting to flourish or increase after a decline it's sort of a revival and I'm not saying that true divine feminine energy is just now flourishing because it has been rising for years but this new moon marks a point of acceleration I also feel that the energy of fire is very present and um, Thank you, Erica, for talking about the nodal shift that is taking place because I definitely felt that. Um, I feel that this energy of Aries is just very strongly present during this new moon and it's going to be present for the coming years. Uh, it's kind of like this newness and fiery passion and courage, as well as like childlike wonder and um, adventure. It's like this energy of like the wild woman and to me it feels like this divine spark that will eventually light up the entire universe. Now I don't know much about Libra but I do feel that this energy is bringing more balance as well as divine justice so um, I do feel that You know, it's like, I do feel in the past, the feminine energy has been rising and stepping into her throne. But I do feel that in a way, this new moon in Cancer, because a lot of what we are experiencing is very new. Um, I do feel it's, again, like I mentioned, like a point of acceleration that is allowing us to really be more intentional and more uh, purposeful. It's like there's more spirit and more intention and more love and more empathy and compassion behind everything, every action that we take. Um, now, what I feel with the energy of Mother Mary is sort of this very warm welcome uh, to the sisterhood. I feel and I can hear her say, like, welcome home. It's like, come on, like, we are here. We were expecting you we've been waiting for you it's like the feminine has been wandering for eons looking for a safe haven and i feel that we finally found that place that aligns with our true frequency and intention and i'm more so referring to energy um, the feminine within all of us that feminine polarity that lies within ourselves it's like we are finally in a familiar land we can all call home and this following portion is something that I wrote when I was channeling um, Mother Mary and the grandmothers of Lemuria so this is their message and if you at this time do not feel safe supported, or loved, or home. Know that home is not a physical place, but a realm that we access with our consciousness. It is the smallest chamber within the heart. The heart is more than an organ, it is the seat of the soul, the seed from which the human becomes. The heart is divided into different sections that we refer to as chambers. There is a tiny section, a chamber within the heart, that is lighter in frequency and colorless, and it is here where your home resides. It is in this space that the truth of your soul sits no one but you has access to this sacred chamber and now when i was channeling that message she also came in with sort of instructions to guide us into the tiny space within the heart that they refer to as the sacred chamber, the seat of our soul. So I am going to read this over, and if you feel inspired to uh, follow the instructions right now, definitely do so. Or you can come back to this episode, download it, and listen to these instructions whenever you are, you feel whenever you feel safe, and whenever the time feels right. So if you feel safe. And comfortable right now I do invite you to please close your eyes and to take deep breaths as I read the instructions so here is what she shared with me right now beloved I invite you to enter this space let's go home close your eyes shift your focus to the chest Area. Visualize your heart. Give it color. Some may see a golden heart, others, white light, perhaps pink or green. Only you know the frequency and shade of your heart. So see it. Now, once you find its color, penetrate the layers of color with your intention and consciousness until you find stillness, nothingness, blackness. This is home. This is the raw essence of your soul, the chamber in which the god and goddess make sweet love and become one. Feel you can enter this space whenever you please. It's your home. This is the raw essence of all that you are. So if you were following the the instructions and you were doing this with me, just if you want to pause the episode for a bit so that you can sit in that space and continue to breathe and feel your own essence and your own energy and really immerse yourself in the experience of blackness, of nothingness. Of stillness and I do believe that if you hold space for yourself in that tiny chamber within that space within the heart you will begin to understand more of who you are and more of everything that is within and without so now I'm just gonna go back to um, Something else that I wanted to share, and um, this is just, uh, I think I talked a little bit more about this with Erica, but um, I do want to remind you and reiterate this because I believe it's important that um, this new moon is an opportunity for us to take a step back to be in our energy uh, so that we can further understand all that we are find your intention for the following loner cycle sitting in this energy in blackness and stillness allow yourself the time to step into the feminine darkness and don't be afraid of the shadow that's what the feminine is it is the void it is nothingness but at the same time it is everything so it's very it's very there's balance there's always balance Um, I invite you to swim in the deep waters of the ocean of your ocean to feel and flow and just again just allow the waters to take you wherever your soul yearns to be and have faith trust and feel just feel that was lovely
1: my my heart fluctuates my heart color my heart color usually i see pink or green but there has been occasions where like there's been like gold or white how i've seen yeah. it yeah
0: yeah i thought it was fascinating that she mentioned the colors because that yeah. happens to me a lot as well yeah. and i think also I think she mentioned the colors just to help us visualize the heart uh-huh. and also to give us kind of an easier way to kind of enter that tiny chamber within the heart. So, um, Yeah, I do want to say if you do try these instructions that Mother Mary and the Grandmother Salamuria gave us, definitely let us know what you think. Um, You can go to our webpage for the Rising Gems podcast and if you have any questions regarding this, you can definitely ask us anything there. But you can also let us know what you think of this maybe this episode the cancer episode or just any of the previous episodes we'd love to hear from you and also we'd love a review of all of our podcasts in general the whole thing in uh, spotify and also on itunes or apple podcast so just wanted to quickly add that before we end the episode yeah. but um, Yeah, so I was really just feeling the energy of Mother Mary, and I think she is such a beautiful representation, representation that we have of kind of like the cancer energy because she is known as the mother, you know, the mother of Jesus. But then also I see her in a way as kind of like the mother of humanity. I thought it was a very beautiful energy to show up along with the grandmother Lemuria, which is also a very nurturing energy, motherly energy, and very watery too. So yeah, I just wanted to bring that forth and share with all of you. Um, but anyways, Erica, anything else that you wanna share? That is it. I am literally sitting here Relaxing. Because
1: when you were doing, I did this, I did what you asked, by the way, when you were like, close your eyes, I closed my eyes. And I do it now I'm relaxed. So now I don't really have anything to say
0: <laughs> anymore. <laughs> you went to the stillness point to the nothingness yes. and blackness. I can get there That's pretty
1: quickly I've been meditating for many years so when someone's like get to
0: that still point I can get there very quickly so yeah <laughs> I guess we're just gonna end it here then because I, I don't have anything else to say Um, aside from, you know, extending our gratitude once again to you, the one listening to us for giving us the chance and for continuing to support us, um, your support, your, you know, click on the, on each of the episodes and your follow on Spotify and Apple podcasts and all the other podcast platforms, uh, really means a lot to us because we do this because we are passionate. About sharing information and assisting and being of service, but you know when we do see the reaction and also the support coming in, it does makes us feel even better that we are doing you know a, yes. a good job, doing what we love. Uh,
1: but yeah. I want to say the same thing. Thank you so much to everyone and I'm sending you so much love and I'm sending you all a hug. Those that were, those that are open to receiving hugs, um, cause I respect all decisions <laughs> and choices, but yes, I love every single one of you. I'm sending you all hugs to those that, you know, will
0: receive it. But yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, and that's going to be it for today. We'll see you back next week on a brand new episode Thank you all so much, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.